Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me for another week, we're back-to-back weeks, mate, is JD. How are you? Um, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Not too bad? Yeah. yeah. I had a nice Father's Day relaxing weekend. Oh, that's right. Yes, you are a father. So did you get breakfast in bed? Uh, I got... Almost breakfast in bed. Almost yeah. breakfast in bed. You had uh, to get it out and get it yourself. And you know, no, mum, mum was making me. Mm-hmm. So Jess is uh, get getting it all organised. But Noah had other other ideas by running around the house loudly. <laughs> um, and uh, doesn't he know this is the night you should be sleeping in? And, you know. Oh well, that, uh, Jess had all those those ideas, but it just didn't come to fruition. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Unfortunately, but it was it was nice. Yes, I had some uh, poached eggs and nice coffee ready for me when I got out of bed. It was that's, perfect. That's very nice. I didn't. So, <laughs> anyway. Well, let's let's do this. As a lot of people in the motorsport world know, this weekend was... A very a, sad one. It was yeah. sad. It was a difficult weekend. Like, hats off to all the drivers in every category for kept going back out there and continuing racing. Yeah, I agree. And the officials and stuff that were at this track. So, obviously, we're talking about the... the devastating loss of Anton um, Huber. Um, he was a, a big part of the racing community in the Formula 2 category. Um, had been around the Formula categories for quite a long he time. He was so. 22, so he was the same age. Like, he, all the news has come out. Like, he was racing with um, Leclerc, Ocon, Gasly. Um, who else? Uh, he had raced... Pretty much all with the Verstappen yeah, and stuff. Yep, They've yep. all all done it. Yeah, from carts on as well. Mm. So, like um, Charles was saying, uh, you know, he he raced his ever first, like his first ever go kart race was against was him. against him. Yeah. Um, so you no, know, it, it it is it's absolutely devastating, um, tragic accident. Uh, you know, this is the dangers of racing. It, it, they move forward with these cars, making them as safe as possible. But there's always going to be risk always involved. that risk. Um. Yeah, it's it is sad. Um, it's hard to for even us to really try and talk about it. It's it's something. Yeah, that yeah. It's it, it's it's a little bit, I guess, close to heart for all all the racers out there and and everyone around the community. Um, a good mate of the actual show and mate of mine that I grew up with is actually a mechanic for mm. for Antoine. He was um, the number one mechanic on his car. Yeah, yeah. So he strapped strapped him in before he went out, and uh, yeah, it's just devastating to see all these great people going through such a tough time. So something I did want to say for anyone that's you know this is it's a difficult weekend, especially if you've got kids that are watching the sports and they're seeing this. Is just talk to them if you do need to talk to anyone. You know, go out, talk to someone. It's fine to talk about anything that's bothering you and stuff like you know this is a very a full-on thing we haven't had a death on a formula one weekend since 94 like we've had jules bianchi but not at the track yeah yeah um so to have it so instant so close to home it's just yeah it is very hard so you know thoughts and prayers to everyone involved um hats off to all the marshals you know and also, Just there's there's the other everyone. drivers too. They're still in hospital. Yeah. So there is one driver that had, uh, actually, I have forgot his name. Um, sorry, but he's in he's in stable condition. He's, he's got fractured back, legs and minor spinal injury. Yeah, back injury and legs. So, um, 
the the third driver that was mainly involved is uh, was cleared at the track for any um, you know bad medical problems or anything like that. So that's very lucky. But yeah, it's it's just one of those things, I guess. I just got to take my hat off to the family uh, and everyone. They were still at the track. The next like, I, d- I don't know how they did it. I don't either. They're so strong. So, um, yeah, hats off to everyone involved. And um, respect to F1 for doing such a good job mm-hmm. um, respecting his his uh, memory. It was it was good. And you saw it like um, WEC, so the World Endurance Championship, they were racing that weekend as well. They did a big moment of silence. Um, you had IndyCar doing the same thing. You've any anyone that was racing this weekend, you know, definitely had it. it yeah, touched everyone. Um, it was really nice to see. Actually, I really enjoyed watching the nineteenth lap of yeah, the was race. Really cool, wasn't it? Yeah, I knew it was coming, but I because we watched it late at night. I kind of forgot <laughs> about it, and then I was like, "What? What's going on?" And then I'm like, "Oh, that's right." Yeah. And you know, that started off just as fans on Twitter saying, "This is what we should do." Then Formula One ran with it and the FOM had a display like they got right behind it. And it was really cool to see everyone just applaud and, you know, just. Yeah. I think that's saying that a lot of people, you can go in this situation like, well, I'm not doing that again. But race car drivers, the best way, you know, they would want everyone to go back out there and keep racing because that's what they love doing. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure Antoine would want um, everyone to continue on and, 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 and enjoy the what they they um, I know it's horrible to say, but it, he died doing something he loved mm-hmm. um and he would have wanted everyone to continue on loving the sport and and, and moving forward it is it's it's tragic but you know it's it's one of those things that best way to is to keep going yep so um I think we'll you know we're gonna leave that here yep, leave that yeah. um everyone reflect on it as you will. We're going to continue on with the show because that's what they would have wanted us to do. So we'll keep on a little bit about Formula One news and then we'll go to some stuff and then we'll go back to Formula One. Let's talk about... Are we driver market? Driver market. Yeah, okay. So on the weekend, I think it was Thursday night or Friday night, that it started, the silly season started to come into play and the domino started to fall. Mercedes locked in Bottas. Was that a surprise to you? Not really. Like, like I know everyone's giving him a lot of crap for it, but he's still like second in the championship. He's still won a three, two or three races this year. He's still getting podiums. Like the first five races of Mercedes were one, two. So he's still coming I, second. I think the problem is, is I think they were in a very dominant car at the start of the year. And now that their car is not as dominant, he's struggled a bit more, which mm. is, I think is a bit of a problem. There's been a few races in my eye that he has not done a good enough job. Yeah. He, you know, he was getting fifth. He was going behind Verstappen when Hamilton was literally Destroying winning by a few big lead. Um, so th- it was it was a bit odd there. I was a bit worried that they might switch him out. Well, I wasn't worried. I was I was hoping Ocon could come back, but I was worried that for um, Bottas they were going to change him out for a, a different view but well, i think ish, they're happy with i think they're happy with the status quo and that's yeah. why i'm not like the more i think about it the more i'm not surprised a because happy hamilton's a fast hamilton exactly you don't want to piss off hamilton we saw that in 2007 yeah and i think when you destabilize hamilton he is it, it's definitely one of his weaker points so mm-hmm. that's how nico 
did it did it as well as he destabilized him made they changed crews etc um and i think that really got under his skin and then all he could think about for every meeting was all the things that were getting done against him instead of focusing on what he needed to do to win um so it's definitely something i think the team probably wanted hamilton at his best so they're happy to have a Someone that's not going to push him too hard. In, in, Do we know in how many years Bottas signed on for? Just one year again. Till 2021. So, 2020. 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah. 2021's the new regs. I, yeah. so, I'm 100% convinced that Hamilton's going to get his seven championships before the new cars. I, yeah. It, it, look, Ferrari and... To be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if Red Bull come next year. I think the engines are getting that close now. It's going to be an aero fight. The fact that we thought that, you know, well, not really we thought, but a couple of years ago, you wouldn't think Honda would be in a race-winning position. Now, I don't know if that's not McLaren were talking year. smack about their best chassis or whatever, and they're saying it. Well, but not even that. It was just the reliability mm. issues. That you look at last year, even then, when they were in the Toro Rosso, um, they were still struggling a bit, but they had some good races. In they did some results, but yeah, this year they've come out and you're like, we're not even worrying about the Honda power units failing. They're they've been They're on strong. Uh, they've had a couple of failures this year, but so has everyone. Um, their their power levels have actually been quite respectable. I'd say they're probably even maybe higher than Renault, mm. um, which is amazing to think they come in with a year deficit to Renault and they're already already bad. Yeah, I know it's been four years for Honda and five years for Renault or six years for Renault and yeah. five years so for Honda's been back for a while now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it shows that Renault's probably not done a good enough job at it. And it's been a big jump in two years for Honda. They were gone from drastically from behind in performance, drastically behind reliability. Well, remember what Alonso used to say about these cars, the engines. Yeah. He was not friends with them. GP, GP2 engine. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so that that's definitely something that's helped Red Bull, and I think that strength is going to continue to build. I think that um, next year could be a, a very strong year for them. What's your thoughts on the Renault announcement? So Ocon didn't get the bot, the Mercedes drive. I like it. I want to see Ocon in a seat, but I I've got to admit I'm a bit of a Nico fanboy. I like him. I think Nico's going to go to Haas. That's something I was about to talk to you. About. Yes, um, I agree. I. I did Good hear a little rumor. come out and said we would like to choose between Grosjean, Hulkenberg, and Ocon. They're our choices. Yeah, and you're so like, one one of them's already gone. One of them's gone. The other one should be gone. Ocon's <laughs> just signed. Yeah, <laughs> and so you got Hulkenberg. Yeah, so um, it is interesting. I, I wonder what the team dynamics going to be because they. Let's be honest. Magnussen doesn't play nice even with teammates. They already have a very no, bad I, rapport. I, I think they need to get rid of Magnuson too, to be honest. I agree. I agree. But I don't know who you'd replace him with now. Um, unless you brought someone from, say, Formula E back into Formula 1. There's some good drivers over there. Bring Massa um, back. <laughs> bring Massa back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, no, I just I don't know why, but he was the first. Or Van Dorm. Bring Van Dorm back. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's quite a few good drivers that are sitting. You get Ericsson back? Um, he was there this weekend. Yeah, I did see that. He gave up an Indy drive this weekend to be there as a, a maybe to drive Formula 1. Yeah. That's pretty nuts. I did not think he would do that. But yeah, he 
Well, I wonder how much they paid for a start. They probably paid pretty well for him to be there. But <laughs> you reckon? Because he still is a test driver. He's their reserve driver, isn't he? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he's a reserve driver. Because they not. would. You would have gone like. He's gone. Oh, I've got to race Indy tonight, like this weekend. Yeah. Kimmy's gone and hurt his leg. He's like rocked up at Spa. Got a bit of a limp. Like, oh, we'll see how it goes in P one. Once he was driving in P two, I was like, oh, he's, he's he's here all weekend. Like, yeah. he's not getting out of that car. He was only going to test P one and see. He was just going to see how he was. If he was too sore after that, he was going to get out of the car. Yeah, it's it, it was an interesting call for Ericsson to give up the drive, but obviously he. F1's obviously where he still wants to be, so he, he had something to prove. And I the cars if, act I wonder if Alpha paid Indy to release him for the race. Interesting. I don't know if Indy is as um, strict because I think they might must get more people applying to go to each. Um, sound like a complete novice. I don't know that much about Indy. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I don't know each other either. And I'm yeah. sorry to anyone that loves <laughs> Indy and listens right to in us, and tell and us going, how it works. Oh my god, you're just butchering my <laughs> favorite sport. <laughs> but yeah, it is it is one of those things. Like I don't think it has as big penalties like supercars in Formula One for um, supercars missing around. Is, is sh- it costs it more to miss around than it costs to run a car around. Yeah, that's what I was meaning. But I, then I was thinking, <laughs> I don't know how big Formula One's penalty is. Probably I imagine as bigger, yeah. yeah. I can imagine that's a huge, huge penalty. Yeah. So, Hulkenberg to Haas, you reckon? That's, I, that's, think I reckon so. that's I very think plausible. I did hear a bit of, well, hear a bit of, I read a bit of a rumor that Hulkenberg's playing a little bit of the victim where Hulkenberg had been refusing to sign um, contracts with Renault because he was already talking to Haas about contracts and Renault decided they wanted to lock in Ocon because they wanted to make sure they got a good driver, and they didn't want to leave it to chance with losing Hulkenberg and then Ocon going somewhere else as well. So they're... um, They didn't want to have, like, a blind side like when Ricardo signed with bloody... And then they had no one to fill, like, Gasly wasn't ready, there was no one to fill the Red Bull seat, so... Did you hear rumours? I hear lots of rumours, mate. About now we're in the speculation that's, corner. That's fine. Here. Speculation corner is I better than dodgy un- recap corner. I know it's unplausible. Ah, oh, mate. Probably not any fact behind it. Let's rumor away. I heard rumors that maybe Vettel was in talks with Red Bull again. I have heard that. You have heard that too? Yep. Yeah, okay. So I don't believe probably, it. Probably not true. I don't believe it, but I have seen it. And then because I don't know if you've seen, but it was on it, I think. A, either a German or a Netherlands TV channel had Verstappen and Vettel on playing a little game and those two got on like a house on fire. So there's there's all these gifts now online of them high-fiving each other and getting on real well. And then <laughs> it's just like, everyone's just like, oh my God, these guys have to pair up. I'm like, screw you. I was really impressed with Alex Albon this weekend. Alex Albon... Good segue. Alex Albon is blew my head off this weekend. He did such a good job. He did fantastic. No pressure. Like the pressure wasn't too much for him coming from the rear of grid. I thought, oh, well, he was lucky lot. that he took his penalty early. So he's one of the more the earlier penalties. So when yeah. everyone else that took all these engine penalties, 
he just got bumped up. I think he was meant to start last, and he started 16th. Yeah, yeah, it, that's true, yep. I mean, still, he did start behind a a McLaren of Carlos Saints, which... Didn't go anywhere. <laughs> did not go anywhere, and that card made it... Oh, I feel God, sorry for Carlos. It, did you even see it when it was driving around on the first couple of laps? It was a bucket. It almost drove off the road by itself. <laughs> it was just like, ah, oh, and yeah, then when he pulled off, it was like, yep, yeah, good. We retire that car and just pour some fuel on it. Yeah, it was, it was a shocker, wasn't it, for them? Um, but Alex Albon, first time in the Red Bull, like he was a bit compromised with taking the new engine penalty, but I think this did him good. Could you imagine him starting on the like equal level with Max? And when I meant that, I mean like where you actually qualify is where you're going to start. Where he knew that doesn't matter where he qualified, he's starting at the back. Yeah, well, he and was so he was car. Like in he, I don't think he ran Q three. Yeah, I didn't. He didn't make it to Q three. Yeah, but he got out of the car early in Q two. Um, not like not bothering. Like he's like, well, there's no point. point. And he was doing race runs when everyone else was doing quali runs and practices and stuff like that. And he was getting used to the harder tire to see if he could go for longer runs. Yeah. Um, but I think he did great. And some of the passes, have you? Yeah. You seen him? Yeah. He, he went around the outside of Ricardo twice. Yeah. I, w- I watched actually, he, the F1 has a really good video on their yeah. YouTube channel. Alex Albon smashing through everyone. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's literally just on boards of every pass. And he did some good passes. Like, unfortunately for Gasly, he made that car look quite drivable. Did you see how quickly he passed Gasly, though? Just yeah. straight past him. Like, see you later, buddy. See, this car can go fast. Yeah. So, And I think that was the biggest problem Gasly had was in uh, if he had a bad start or he didn't qualify well, he couldn't pass. Because let's be honest. Like, Alex Albon didn't have the best of starts of races. No, he had shocker. Because of what happened with um, science... He ended up moving back through the field. Yeah. So he, he and then he had well, fall from last. It was probably good going that he didn't get held up a bit from Saints. Yeah, because otherwise he got rid of the time. whole, like, um, the Max Verstappen and Kimi Raikkonen incident. Yeah. Could you imagine what, what do you think was going through Alex's head when he's cruising down El Rouge and going up and he's just like passes Max like. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think he would have seen Max make contact. Probably not. He would have been focused on the cars that are right sort of closer to his area and Max is right up the front of the field. Um, it, it was definitely a good drive by him, a lot more mature than his age. Like, he, oh, he really was, drove a really good race. It was fantastic. It was pretty crazy with um, Len, uh, Lando Norris. Lando Norris did a fantastic job this weekend where... Yeah. He, he started, like, he thread the needle through everything that happened at the start. It was kind of funny. It was like everyone else was on slow motion. Yeah. And he could just see where they were going to end up. It's and all that just... iRacing is done, mate. He's, he's, <laughs> he's got that switched in. He's like, yep, mate, you're all going off He's done more simulator work than anyone, I think, other than maybe Max Verstappen. He's, he's trying to tee it up with him as well, obviously, on iRacing. Him and Max like... actually got a little racing team together now. They race together quite a bit on iRacing. Do, do you notice Carlos Sainz that... is joining them. Really? Okay. Mm. Did you notice that the McLarens are sponsored by Logitech now as well? Yeah, I did notice that because yeah. I saw that there's their steering wheel. I'm like, I wouldn't buy a Logitech racing steering wheel for my Formula One car. That's for sure. <laughs> no, <laughs> you want a fan tech or something? Yeah, it's quite funny that, isn't it? It's like you. I'm like, I'm pretty sure none of those boys are using Logitech. Yeah, 
But that's, hey. that's mainstream stuff. That's what we use. Yeah, uh, I know. I use it. Mine's broken. I got no downshift on mine. Yeah. No, yeah, no downshift, so I can only do dirt racing. <laughs> Just that put it into you. It, yeah. put it into D. You're an A, a license holder for a dirt racing? I was. Oh, look out. <laughs> anyway. I had a, ba- I had a bad, bad, um, bad night. Bad, bad race meeting in the 360s, and I am... Um, I'm still at A, but oh, at the end of the season, I'm going to get downgraded to B. Oh, okay. You better get back on there and win a couple of races or something. Oh, it's, it's hard. You get As soon as you're in the A, you get put with all the good guys. It's like, <laughs> oh, man. I like when I was racing against rookies. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was good to get back in the I racing. Um, yeah, Lando Norris, he just thread that needle, got through everyone. He was really... Then he raced a very boring race. He, he did. He was actually at the start as well. He he was not aggressive. He just sort of kept a, a big gap in front and to the side and didn't really chuck it up the inside of everyone, but everyone else was going for it, and he just picked them off. Yep. Um, but, and yeah, he he, do, he drove a really I think he had, what, 20-second gap to the car in front of him and a 30-second gap to the car behind him at one point. He did, yeah. It was, it was That's ridiculous. He couldn't he see anyone He said he was watching the, the TV. Yeah. He had no idea what was going on, so he was watching the screen. He's like, yeah, he I was just watching the TV while yeah. I'm racing. Could have done an old um, Shane Van Gisberg. Why is my dad, dad on the TV? <laughs> yeah, you knew and then the exactly biggest question is like, why are you watching the TV? <laughs> <laughs> that was quite funny. I can't remember what race that was at, but... Oh, it was New it Zealand. It was New Zealand. It yeah. was at um, Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite funny. Yeah, that was with Stone Brothers. Was it Stone Brothers? I believe so, or maybe Team I Kiwi? Techno or... I thought we hadn't raced there when he was Red. with them. Was it, I thought it was at Pukekohe. Oh, maybe, well, maybe was it? It I was definitely like it was New at, Zealand. It, it was New Zealand, yes, for sure. I, I feel it was Pukekohe, and I feel like it was either Techno or Red Bull. Maybe it was. Maybe I'm thinking about his first win, which was... He won Hamilton. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back on Norris. Back on the Norris. He, 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 so he did a fantastic job right up until lap... 43 coming into the bus stop chicane and then he noticed that his well he would have noticed pretty early on that he started to lose power yeah he felt a vibration in the car he started to lose power um essentially the engine let go he was talking to the team about what they could do and the team's telling him to just push on push on because he was on for obviously his career best best finished fifth yeah um which was a bit of a shame for him he really he deserved better. He did. He did. He really did deserve a better a better race because he drove so well. It was boring, but he also made no mistakes. He just did his race, drove really well. The now team did a good job. Fifth is the best that they're ever going to get out of that car unless the top teams, well, realistically, seventh should be. Seventh should <laughs> yeah, be the best. But anyway, unless the top teams lose a lose a driver out for um, mechanical issues or or seeing now in the McLaren race. is calling for more transparency transparency between them and Renault for the engines. They're like, we want to know what's happened. Why did two engines of ours die this race meeting? Yeah, okay, okay. Well, I haven't read too much into it, but I did know that they're calling for Renault to be like, hey. Why aren't your engines dying? Yeah. Well, Red Bull were having the same problem last year. Do you remember mm. with their engines were failing, but Renault's engines weren't? And they kept talking about... Renault kept saying, yes, yeah, because you're pushing you your engines so well, much. and They package it. So small. Yep. So they're, they're giving them less airflow and stuff like that. And that's why they're fast. And, and McLaren's obviously been a world championship winning team multiple times. So they And they've got great aerodynamicists there 
that would be doing the same thing as they built quite a nice car. It's just had fundamental flaws for yeah. the last few years, and hence why it hasn't been fast. But they would be packaging that car as tight as possible, just like Red Bull do, Mercedes, and Ferrari do, and maybe that could be an issue as well that they're now starting to get into. Now, Renault has lost two engines on the Sunday, but Mercedes lost two engines. Well, wasn't Mercedes, but two Mercedes engines blew up this weekend also. Yeah, that's correct. It was um we had a they introduced a new engine and it just there was a couple of failures, which mm. will be interesting to see how they go because um, obviously the other ones that didn't fail, are they going back to factory to get checked out? What, what's the protocol here like to make sure that they don't have the same failures? Well, they've got are a they short turnaround. They go to Monza this weekend. And are they even allowed to open them up? I don't mm. know. Um, so it, it will be interesting to see what happens with that. It's, that's a pretty big problem. That's a, that's a high. Out of, out of six engines, two failed. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's It's scary. I was, and the whole build-up, like, I think Martin Brundle kept talking about it during the, oh, you know, these Mercedes engines, are they going to push it? I'm like, come on, I want to see one of them blow up. Well, it's interesting to say, because he's probably hit something on the head there as well, is have they turned all these Mercedes engines down? Mm. Have they taken engines mo- modes away from every team now to make sure that they can finish the races? I don't know. Interesting. Be nice. To Who pays? Who pays for these engines? Williams had one blow up. Well, Force India had one blow up. Force India actually drove their car with their engine cover off. You were saying you've seen it yeah, blew off the car. It blew off the car in practice two or three. I two, now. I believe it was, because yeah. that's when he caught on fire later on. Was that the different one? Um, I don't remember. Anyway, anyway, in one of the practices, uh, their engine cover did it blow off the off at the end of the straight. It it. it obliterated itself yeah it, it blew off i've seen the vi- photos and i was like why are they testing like why did they run the car <laughs> with a no engine no, car? Like, not very aerodynamic like, not aerodynamic but maybe the overheating issues like you know what we can make this thing cooler by ripping the engine cover off get some airflow in there um yeah i guess it's one of those things that they uh maybe it wasn't secured properly maybe there was a manufacturing fault around where it, it uh the the turn locks go in and it, yeah, it blew apart. So mm-hmm. pretty, pretty spectacular. Lucky it didn't go into the crowd or anything like that. Just yeah, it come to rest. It went up in the air and come to rest back on the road again. Um, so no, no harm done really. No harm, no foul. Is it hard to believe that Charles Leclerc has now won his first race, and he's only the sixth person in ten years to win a Formula One race? It is hard to believe. It's sort of a bit sad to show where F one is at the moment. Isn't and it? you go, how many new drivers have won a race? So you've got Charles, Dana Ricciardo, Max. Max. Who else? That's the only they're they're the only three new ones because you've got Hamilton, oh, Bot- Bottas. Bottas is, has, I don't think it's been in Formula One for 10 years. No. Okay, so Bottas. But so he falls in the same route. Yeah, as, as but Ricardo. then, so you've got Charles. But it's only, the only other ones that have won are Kimi. Yep. Vettel and Lewis and Nico. Yeah, but that's more than 10. That's what I'm thinking. Where's this stat? <laughs> Where's uh, this six. Stat? Where's this six? This was, this was on an article. I copied that. <laughs> well, you got, we the got last 10 years. So you got, got Nico, Nico, Lewis, Lewis Kimi, Kimi, Vettel. Vettel. Uh, as, yeah, Vettel. Vettel's one yeah, race. Yeah, last year. Um, Max Verstappen. Max. Daniel Ricciardo. Daniel Ricciardo. Bottas. Bottas. 
Charles. Charles. So we got seven. <laughs> I feel like there could be another one too. No one. Did Massa win a race? Yes, he did. Pastor Malmanado won a race. But that wouldn't be within, I don't reckon, is Pasta within 10 years? Yeah, that was 2012. That's only seven years ago. Was it? Two, wow. My God, this, that, this, this is that bad. Sucks. This is bad. <laughs> God, we need to get on Reddit and just start chatting away and be like, where are you pulling this crap from? <laughs> I get, Everything on Reddit is real and I'm <laughs> quoting it. <laughs> oh, it's it's like the stat I've seen. Uh, I could be wrong as well. Yeah, well, we don't <laughs> give you good lap, stats. <laughs> for laps red. Uh, for, for laps led. Yep. Not red. Um, uh, by a Ferrari driver in the last 10 years was uh, Charles Leclerc's already leading it with one half season with them over Kimi Raikkonen and then Vettel. I struggle to believe that because Vettel's won like three or four races. Yeah, I agree. But he has led a lot of races this year. He has. He did lead and he's been, when he's Didn't he lead failed, like all of Bahrain except for the last lap? Yeah. When he's failed, and it's the same with the one in, was it? Azerbaijan. No. No. Red Bull Ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He led, he led all, all the, the race. That's the other way. For I forgot about that because I was like, yeah, Max. Yeah. All the laps except for like two laps at the very end of the race. So, yeah, he has led a lot of laps this year. He has, I think it was in the 160-odd laps already this year. Yeah. That's so, he's done effort. pretty well. Unfortunately for him, he's had a tough run, mechanical. Also, strategy-wise, you know, um, Red Bull Ring kind of held him back a little bit. He was, tires were gone. They, sure. The Ferraris aren't holding on to their tyres that well. Well, they're a low downforce car, which it's always going to work the tyres a bit harder, isn't it, through the corners? Mm. It doesn't have that grip support. Because even this weekend, like, I'll have to say this, hats off to Vettel because he played a team player game this week. He did. He pulled out of the way when he needed to. He tried not to hold He up. held up Hamilton just enough to stop him from getting... I agree, yeah, yeah. He really... Uh, he really did the right thing. I think I'm hoping He's next matured. year they change their philosophy on their car. We were talking pre-recording about this, but um, Vettel has always been very strong in high downforce cars. When you look moment. at the blown diffuser, he yep. owned that. Yep. So very stable, lot of rear grip um, cars, and he drives with the throttle to to get them through the, the corners, <laughs> essentially. But the problem we have now is he's in a team that wants to run low downforce cars and they're quite unstable and he can't keep tires on them. So that's one of the big things that Charles is doing a lot better than Vettel at the moment. He can Do keep you reckon it's because Vettel, uh, Vettel, that Charles hasn't experienced? It could be just fundamentally that's what Charles likes. It's like Scotty McLaughlin. He really likes a loose end, like rear end. He like he likes. Who doesn't can, love a loose end? <laughs> he can he can really drive around a, a a car that sort of slips and slides around a little bit. He drives on the front tires a bit more than a lot of other drivers. Mm-hmm. A bit like Craig Lowndes. You know, Craig was always known for getting long tire life, but he was also known for if the car wasn't doing what he wanted it to do, he could still move it forward. Yeah. Um, McLaughlin's got a similar a similar trait, hence why he still used to win in Volvos, etc. Uh, but yeah, Charles is very similar. He he doesn't mind the car moving around underneath him. He can drive through that. He's he's really 
got it sort of under wraps and under control. Charles going to do well in this sport. Now, he is. He's so young. He's I know like, we've sort of, we touched on this at the start of the show and we said we weren't going to go back to it, but the amount of stuff that Charles has gone through and yeah. his, like, his reaction to winning was that of a man that's, this isn't his first win. Yeah. He was born, not like, let's straight up, you know, this is for Antoine. Antoine. Yeah. You know, let's forget about him. Let's, let's remember him. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's a good feeling, but it's hard to be, hard to really enjoy this. I believe that's what his words were. And yeah. He, it's, he, he was barely in two minds. spoke was, on the radio too. All race. Yeah. Barely spoke. I think one of the well, main things he said was he got told, um, he got told, Vettel, uh, Vettel, Verstappen got put, uh, got was put into the wall and he got out. Yeah. It was actually I had a little bit of a laugh at his commentator, his um, radio transcript. It was like, oh, that's good because he's like, oh, Mac, you know, Verstappen is put it into the wall at El Rouge, um, but he's out of the car and he's okay. And he's like, oh, that's good. I mean, it's good that he's out of the car and okay. Not, yeah. oh, it's good that he's put it into a yeah, wall. Yeah, but he barely said anything all race. Yeah. You just that because one of the news articles put up all the transcript, and it was just the team telling him, and he just doesn't respond. Yeah, well, it's been a pretty traumatic weekend for them, I guess. Mm. It's one of those, and no one sprayed champagne on the podium. Yeah, I think it was very respectful. I think that was everyone good. did a really good job. No one tried. I was worried about people trying to overplay it to get a bit of media attention or whatnot, but everyone was very respectful. It was very nice. You see the photo of Charles and Ricardo? Yeah, that nearly brought a tear to my eye looking mm-hmm. at that photo. Um, so uh, Ricardo was one of the drivers that was very shaken up as well, obviously. Ricardo said that he was contemplating not racing. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? It's like you, he, Ricardo would have had contact with um, Antoine because of the, the Renault connections, etc., um, it's just it's sad, you know that they all had to pull something from another level, and and go back out there the next day and 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 do their jobs and which their jobs are high risk jobs too. It's not one of those just go out there and half ass it. They really have to put everything. Into you have to it. put it all on the line. And did you see the during the grid walk? <gasps> yeah. Um, they talked to Jackie Stewart. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. And he's like, they asked him, "How do you deal with it?" Because Jackie Stewart was saying like he's had. 58 drivers or something like that that he raced against that have all passed away. passed away because of racing accidents. Yeah. Could you imagine if we had like that many drivers still? It become kind of um, the norm back then. It was a known risk. Yeah, because the cars weren't safe. The driver, the team owners had no interest in making them safer. They wanted them faster. Yeah. And drivers, they knew there was always someone out there that wants to drive a Formula One car. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was a bit sad back then. I mean, a lot of the great drivers were were lost in cars as well. That's the the, the saddest part. We're losing great drivers, you know, year after year, week after week, sort of race meetings back to back. Sometimes more than one at a mm. race meeting. It's very sad, but um, thankfully we've come a long way. We have, we have. Um, now let's. We'll quickly touch on Bryce Forward did some TCR racing. 
it's gear change. This is gear change. This is gear change. We're trying to like I was want to talk about some happy stuff, but even then, it's not. It's not that. Happy it's not that happy, but it's much Bryce, more yeah, happier yeah, than um, the Formula One. Yep. Um. So Bryce went out and drove the Nissan WRX at Winton. Nissan. Subaru WRX? Subaru. <laughs> Sorry, I wrote Nissan because that's what Kelly Racing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Subaru WRX. Subaru WRX. It's one of those ones. It's a bit like the old Ford Mavericks, which is the Nissan Patrol. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably not, but yeah, all right. <laughs> they were. They were. That was when it was... Yeah, all no, the... no, I remember that. I yeah, remember yeah, everyone that. used yeah, to rebadge their own cars. Them, yeah. Um, so he was out there in the WRX in the um, Subaru... And I think he, every race he blew up CV joints. He had a shock. <laughs> he said the car didn't want to work. Yeah. Unfortunately for young Bryce and, and the Kelly Racing, he was actually very um, happy with the team, how well they worked over the weekend and how strong, like how quickly they, they replaced everything. But the, the car just didn't want to play the game. I... To be honest, I didn't watch all the races. I turned on the race and was like, what's Bryce doing down in 18th? <laughs> and then sent a message to our group and then Mitch responded going, oh, there's CV joints and busted again, rah, rah. And I was like, oh, yep. God. Yeah, it's, feel, it's one of those feel things. Bad. Andre Heingartner qualified on the front row on one of the races on the weekend. Yeah, he's driving one of the Astros for them. Yeah, yeah, because he was in the other ones. He was in the Subaru. Yeah, it's it's uh, he did a really good job for the the Kelly boys, um, but unfortunately for Bryce, they they didn't get it together for him. He had two CV shaft failures and a front upright failure, <laughs> so it was a bad one. Yeah, it's not. Do you reckon he'll do it again? Um, it I think it will really depend on what Kelly's want from him. So I th- I'd say this is more just to keep him race fit as much racing as they it's can get him. Hard to do racing when your car keeps breaking. It is true. Yeah. Well, he's got racing this weekend. Your pit he crew? He does. He does. He'll be up this week. So I assume I've got to find my own pit crew you this weekend. You will. Uh, unfortunately, we have a bit of a crossover. You are racing at night, but this weekend, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Three I, o'clock. i probably come over be there. a little bit. But, um, yeah, this weekend is the Commodore Cup Enduro up here in the Northern Territory and also the Saloon Car Nationals. I I did some Googling of them after last week's episode. They, they look I right. think we've got 22 from nearly every state apart from... Ta- I, th- I think they're coming from every state apart from Tasmania. Why, why can't the Tasmanians <laughs> just pop across? They're not that far away. Well, I <laughs> guess there's been a lot of effort. I you just need to get to Melbourne and then... Unfortunately, the numbers have kind of dropped off. I was talking to um, the fellow, Jake, that I help out with his mm-hmm. improved production car. Um He's actually driving safety car for this event, actually. Oh, is he? Yeah, so he'll be down there. Um, his own safety car? Well, no, no, he's driving a retrofitted the car for his abode. Um, oh, the Abode Holmes, Holmes Commodore? Yep. Commodore. So he's going to do what the dude does at the supercars and just always, like, in the morning, try and <laughs> get it sideways through the S's? Yeah, set, set some fast laps. Um, so, yeah, but they originally they had 30-plus coming, nominated, and uh, obviously people have had financial... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it has dropped a little bit, which is a bit disappointing. But still, Mate, his car was be good. Jake's car was in your workshop last week. Why didn't you just quickly convert it to Commodore Cup spec? <laughs> I think you'd kill me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I quite like this series. To be honest, it's one of my favourite series uh, to watch because there are, I'm, I very much like series where they're all 
sort of everyone has to run the one same. spec. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, know, I'm it's very hard in a in pre production has this problem of it's too it's, much disparity. Yeah, so it it kind of depends on how much testing you want to do and how much budget you've got, what bits you can put in the car, where where you, what you want to do. Like the rules are, the rules are restrictive, but they they're quite loose. There's a big wiggle room in the middle there. So unfortunately, a lot of time, the more money you spend on the car, the faster it goes. Where that's Commodore it, Cup, most racing, of, yeah, all racing, doesn't matter. Even if in Commodore Cup, it'll make you go faster with with money, but. A lot of it comes down to skill and, and driver feedback. And well, what trying to you won't it. be doing fast is those pit stops. God, have no, fun doing that. I'm not looking forward to cross-bracing. I, I'm, inf- I'm, I'm looking forward to coming down and watching you try and do it <laughs> and get flustered when you're like, God damn. Yes. You're going to need two people, one to hold it, the other person just to stop <laughs> on the other side and get it spun. Uh, it, it will be a test. I, 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 honestly, on Friday, I want to do a few trial runs. I'm sure they... When was the last time you changed a tyre with a crossbar? been a while <laughs> <laughs> i uh, think mine was probably in high school when i was doing burnouts in the old car that i used to have <laughs> and that's how we changed tires yeah yeah it has been a while probably last time i did it i honestly can't remember probably when i raced speedway i think we couldn't forgot. afford the little we rattle forgot. guns uh we, we the electric rattle guns weren't really a thing back then we didn't have any pneumatic air back then uh on the trailer or anything so how many times did you change? How many tires do you change at Speedway? Not, well, talking not of, many. I'm talking to the old mate. Your work, the races Speedway. He doesn't change tires at all. No, no, it's definitely not something you do normally. It'd only be if you bust, uh, a, tire bust a tire off the yeah, get something off do the. Do you bead get much get improvement with like a fresh tire? No, no. So that's the, I know it sounds like a dumb question. I don't know. No, do no, not really. Uh, in um, sprint cars, etc. Yes, yes, yep. definitely. There's improvements, but. Um, street stock there's <laughs> different just a lot more stuff you could do than worry about putting new tires on the car well they, they tend to get they get more into sidewall height and etc because it's not really controlled the oh, okay. width's controlled the type of tires controlled i not not the brand or anything but like the rating of the tire so the the wear rating and the and the like the load rating yep. and the speed rating um so they get more into sidewall heights etc to one to match the speed of the track but also so it's like a little fine tuning for gear ratios but also just for traction like you get a bigger sidewall a bit more bag on it you can get a bit more grip um going to give you a bit more top end where you put a small tire on less bags probably a little bit slipperier but you're also going to have um you're going to be pulling more revs at the end of the straights like go-karts essentially with the, the, the sprockets um so yeah it's just one of the things they use all right well this episode is going to run a bit shorter than normal. Um, do we lift the curtain up and tell them why? <laughs> we had a little technical we Technical. We have already recorded this once before. <laughs> um, well, it turns out we didn't record it once before, but we thought we did. We thought we were recording. Uh, we had a, a technical difficulty where we stopped recording halfway through for some reason. So some if reason. If you can pick up where that is, feel free to write in. You go, sure hey, you can. <laughs> it's when <laughs> you guys... Tone just change. <laughs> We do it all the time. Um, more curtain revealing. So we are off to Monza next weekend. Yeah, I know. You now, bastards. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell up. the people? Uh, you tell the people what you you admit to conniving. What time? What time did we do this? Let's just quickly check. I was busy at work. I didn't even get to reply. I know. You didn't reply. I was like, oh, he's pissed. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was, oh, I was cheekily uh, thinking these 
Sons of guns. <laughs> so I messaged you at quarter to 11. Yeah. But I already teed this up with Mitch at 7.44. What <laughs> <laughs> of like, hey. <laughs> so, well, because JD is now on 10 points on the Breaking Late 2019 Championship tipping thingy, my Bob. Um. I think I would be beating Mitch now. Yes, yes. The, I when I when I put the five up there for you again, I was like, yes, you're definitely beating Mitch. I reckon Mitch maybe be one point ahead of me if we had it. I think you I had, had a, such a solid start to the season. Yeah, I know, right? And then you regulations come in and stuff, and uh. I didn't whinge when I got my wings clipped, unlike Penske boys. <laughs> Listen to him. <laughs> so the messages that I uh, JD's we're talking about is I messaged JD at quarter to 11 going, um, so just heads up because well, every week, every <laughs> I week I ask, up, everyone. every week up. I ask you, who's your tip? And you're like, Oh, I haven't thought about it. So all I was doing was giving you uh, yeah, several hours notice that you need to think about who your tip's going to be. I was still going to choose one of the Ferraris until I come here tonight. I'm like, I'm still just going to choose Leclerc <laughs> because that's who's going to win or well, who's going to, if he doesn't win, he'll come behind Hamilton. I don't think Bottas will beat him. And like the only person that could dethrone Leclerc at the moment, I think, is Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, ah, oh, stuff it. Yeah, you know, so mess- just for the just for the sake of you know, you can go Bottas. Happy. You can go Bottas. Remember, we're allowed to do Bottas and Fabian. Uh, I don't want to do. I don't want to. This do is Bottas more tips. Yeah. Um, so basically, I messaged him going, Mitch is going Vettel, I'm going Leclerc, we've got the Ferraris for the weekend, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is correct. Did you, uh, did you actually read your, <laughs> your message? I can't even remember how, how you wrote it. I was just like, this bloke. <laughs> Mitch is picking Vettel, I'm going Leclerc this weekend, just to give you a heads up, we got the Ferraris this weekend, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go with Max. You'll go with Max. I know it's a power circuit. If it was raining, who knows? Yeah, I know it's a power circuit, but, you know, never know. There could be an issue. It could be a little hey, tangle. if the two Ferraris come together, then you, you're you on. Yeah, I don't think, on outright speed, I don't think Vettel will beat uh, Leclerc. I don't yeah. think he can beat Charles. Um, I think Hamilton's in with a bet. I don't think Bottas is. I've been wrong before. <laughs> Mate, I've been wrong heaps of times. I'm I wrong think, all uh, the time. Uh, personally, I think Leclerc will win. I think probably outright. Yeah, yeah back I to back wins. Back to back. I I've if he does, I really hope he celebrates this one. I think he will. Ferrari think, home like the crowd will go you nuts. Cannot, you the Tifosi, oh, love him, hate him. I I kind of hope that Ferrari win in general at Monza. Yeah. It is kind of cool for them to win. It's the only one we that don't have Daniel Ricciardo at the front anymore, so we can't. We can't like we can't wish for him to win because it's, unless there's a six car pile up at the start, <laughs> and you know it is, it's just not going to happen. It needs a it's miracle. Sad, especially with how long Renault kept him out on those tires this race. He had good pace this weekend too. He qualified pole in the Formula One point five. He did get clipped. At the start, we didn't even cover that. Yeah, we didn't he cover that. Uh, he got clipped from the side by, I think it was Perez or one of the Force India cars, and he got airborne as well. And yeah, he, he was he the one that went damaged. into the back of Kimi too, didn't he? No, he didn't, he didn't end up hitting Kimi. He was behind Max, and he kind of balked in the car behind him and hit the side of him, and he got airborne. Um, but it did damage the car in some way, and then so they had to bring it in 
changed his tyres in the first lap and then they ran this, we're going to just go to the end with, I think they put on hards at the start. Yeah, I know, because I, I saw a meme or something posted up and it was like, Oh, uh, Vettel worrying about tyres. Like, oh, we can't do these tyres. I have to pit, row, row. And Renault's just like, hold my beer. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing 43 laps on these yeah. one set of tyres. I, I remember seeing it. It was like, what are pit stops? Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Anyway, it was a shocker for them. Daniel had really good pace, which was a bit sad to see it kind of not come anywhere. Yeah, it didn't really help him. The top 10 or anything like that. But he he did a pretty good job, I think. This is a good character building year for him. It will be. I'm God, I hope if a top I hope he's got a clause in his contract if one of the top teams has a seat available. I think he would. He'd have to. Yeah. I don't know with the money he's getting paid. I don't know if he would have been able to, if you know. Yeah, yeah. Pay. They're not we're not gonna pay you forty million dollars a year and allow you to leave us. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So if there if there isn't that clause, I hope Renault really pick their game up next year. They're going to have two excellent drivers. Like you can't ask for any better drivers. So realistically, they might have two of the like stronger drivers, stronger field. Well, see, we still don't know who Red Bull is going to actually choose because at the moment Albon is just in there as testing. I think if he continues with the way he's going, he's definitely going to stay. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that interesting rumor about Patel starting to talk. Well, he's doing a good job, but they just, I think... Kvyat Marco, went from 17th to 7th. Yeah, I think Marco's burnt. Yeah. I think he's only back because... They needed someone. Yeah, and he, he was... a. I think he's doing better than he ever has, and he probably deserves another chance, but if he gets it, I'm not sure. I hope Kvyat this allows might, him to go to another team. <laughs> I think Kvyat might now be a uh, Haas driver one day, or a Williams yeah. driver one day. And but, I'm hoping, like hell, that 2021... We condense the field up. Oh, definitely. Because this, this. this three-team race is a bit... It's hard, yeah. man. It's hard. Yeah, we definitely need to pull them all together. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. Unless there's something else you wanted to... <laughs> no, I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, where's, where's the next supercar round? But it's we're after. Yeah. 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 So good. we are done and dusted this week. So thank you very much for joining us. If you have anything you want to write in or let us know, Hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash breaking late, or you can email us in breaking late at gmail.com or just check out our website. It's got the podcast on it. I don't know. It's breakinglate.com. <laughs> so thank you very much. We'll see you guys next week. I'll give you a recap on how bad or well I did in pit stops. Yeah. With and I want you to ask Bryce <laughs> about why the Nissans are so good in Super Twos, but not okay, in Okay, the- remind me. Okay, I'll try and remember. I try to remember to ask him why they're so strong on Super 2s and why they're not as strong in the main game. I feel like that could be like a... Is it a backhanded comment? No, it's not really a backhanded question. It's just like a very legitimate question, but it's it a must be asked question. must be asked before. Question. Yeah, look, it, it's probably an obvious thing. He'll be like, oh, because we run this, it's different. <laughs> yeah. But anyway... Anyway, we, we won't, we'll, we won't we'll know, know without asking. Exactly. So I'm going to think of many questions and you'll be like, dude, I'm trying to do this pit stop. It's taking forever. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's in the car, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be like knocking on the window. Oh, hey, Bryce, look, now you got a minute because we're restricted on our time when our you pit know what stops. He, he'll hand me a setup seat and be like, change <laughs> <Read> the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right well, anyway. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you next week after the Monza Grand Prix. Take care. Bye. Bye.